Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. Dick on me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, that song has really been on my heart and spirit for the past two weeks. That is so random. Where did that come from, friend? I don't know. Like, it's that um voiceover for TikTok or something. Oh yeah, TikTok like, is the genesis of like, all of the shit. You know, when they just have anybody's fine uncle or father or whoever, <laughs> and it's just he come put that dick on me, put it on me, put it on me. Come and put that dick on me. Oh yeah, <laughs> put it on me, put it on me. <laughs> <laughs> That there's another one that's on TikTok that's so funny to me that don't blame Mr. Charlie. Mr. Charlie is just a man. <laughs> oh there's my god. Too many TikTok. voiceovers on TikTok to really keep up. Because it's crazy how you don't know to come and put that dick on me. And I don't know, blame Mr. You don't Charlie. know Mr. Charlie. <laughs> don't blame Mr. Charlie. Mr. Charlie is just a man. Uh, it's like no way <laughs> sound like mr charlie ain't shit and there's some woman apologizing for his right, ain't shit ass right. but alas we're here friend um we are here <laughs> wild <laughs> spooky edition spooky season right yeah. honestly i am like kind of feeling spooky season i'm feeling spooky this season i'm putting it like that like i've been having a few scary movie nights like kind of just getting into it i was watching this documentary or docu-series rather about cursed films and like basically they're just talking about a bunch of like classic films that a whole bunch of crazy shit happened either on the set during post-production or after the film came out Mm. and the original wizard of oz was one of the films that they talked about i could see that i don't know if you knew this but like there was a lot of spooky shit that happened on the set of the original wizard of oz like the lighting was catching shit on fire there was one of the munchkins that hung himself on set like while they were filming the wicked witch um she got caught on fire during one of the stunts and was out for six weeks from her burns 
And then they tried to get her to do this other fire stunt and she wouldn't do it. Like after she came back, I she mean, was like, listen, I just did a fire stunt. I'm not doing another one. Neither and would the I. stunt woman, the, the, then the stunt woman that they had do it. She ended up getting burnt up in that fire stunt that they wanted her to do. Like all this great, crazy shit. Like a lot of weird stuff happened on that set. And I'm like, damn, maybe it is kind of like, ugh. and then obviously we know Dorothy um, played by, oh fuck. What's her name? Lord, I should know this woman. No, oh, Judy Garland. She became, you know, she she ba- that was basically the film that introduced her to drugs because they were trying to keep her I looking heard of that. young and like prepubescent. And so they had her taking like speed basically. And that was like her intro to fucking drugs. And then, you know, she had a very untimely death from a drug overdose. So oh, crazy. Yeah, that sounds out not not outstanding but yeah but <laughs> outrageous, <laughs> outrageous. <laughs> oh my gosh wow yeah that yeah. is ridiculous because that's a very you know it's one of those one of them ones one of them films that really like kind of it's historic so for that yeah to for know sure. that all that shit happened it's crazy. Was Texas oh, Chainsaw I, Massacre another one? Because I don't know. It should have been. But one other thing about the um whatchamacallit about uh Wizard of Oz, the Tin Man, they were brushing real aluminum to make make him look shiny and like, you know what I mean? Poisoned the original actor that was supposed to play Tin Man. His lungs and everything had, was like filling with aluminum. His skin was being suffocated because it's not obviously a porous material. So he was like severely hospitalized, had to no longer do the role. They got another actor to play the role. But the original guy had lifelong health conditions like trouble breathing, chronic bronchitis, like all this other shit because they were literally brushing powdered metal onto his skin and then that shit was getting into his lungs and like just everything i just have to ask anything our listeners if there are any aspiring actors or uh stunt you know yeah film industry people yeah just in general like are you aware that these things could very well happen to you <laughs> right when you, when you signed up for this shit you know what i mean like what what are your thoughts comment below i'm very curious to hear is it just par for the course or should they have better protections in place because honestly even even in At recent this point times, in the game they shit have is happening have, right oh really oh, well well okay. think about think about oh think yeah about that the movie recent where that the woman happened. got shot yeah, that recently literally this year yeah like things are still happening on movie sets and there's probably a ton more stuff that we never hear about that happen where it's just like they just trying to make that fucking movie they don't care really what happens to get it done Mm -hmm. we gotta recast somebody because somebody fucking drops dead then so be it wow right so uh yeah please let us know if you've heard anything but have you done anything spooky so far or do you care i do have a little thing for a spook here and there like i like to be spooked so no i have not done anything yet 
to celebrate or regarding that no plans yet every year I feel like I'm open to do something crazy like a haunted house or a hayride or something but I just needed to really be like whoa you know I'm scared yeah I'm sure so uh nothing with that yet but you know we'll see it's I don't know if I really want to spend the money on the haunted house right now because usually those things are like expensive low-key expensive to do but when it's like really good yeah I have been kind of doing a little scary movie vibe I mean I started off real light Hocus Pocus 2 dropped at the beginning of the month September 30th so I had to watch that immediately because that's a that's just a cult classic I mean Bette Midler just she fucks it up every time but um then I saw this movie called Pearl and it was like creepy it wasn't super scary i also saw the invitation which wasn't scary at all that was just stupid but there are two movies out right now that i've heard are actually really terrifying one is called barbarian and the other one is called smile smile i've seen the trailer for it time and time again because i've been to the movies a couple times since they've been you know previewing that and it does look creepy as hell, okay? Like, the whole... The trailer, to me, made it feel like it wasn't going to be that scary. But people were saying that one it's surprising when you get in there and, like, it's really, really, really scary. And I, I'm just like, I felt oh, like fuck. I don't was, know if I want to be really, really scared. I felt like it was a little weird, you know, even looking at the trailer. But I, I, I'll watch it. <laughs> so maybe you should you should do that i'm gonna watch this other movie that came out last year called x i'm probably gonna watch that tonight it's supposed to be like kind of a slasher movie but uh, i'm gonna do something every good too like i've seen that one no the barbar my cousin said barbarian freaked him out like he was really shook by that it has something to do with i don't really know what the whole premise is but it has something to do with Airbnbs. And it was around the time that I was telling him about my Euro trip. And he was like, I'll probably never stay in an Airbnb again. I'm weak. Yeah. you know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I need to see that because I need to stay in Airbnbs. Like, I don't. Yeah. It's kind of really crazy. Especially up. when they be having those different videos online of people having their own camera detectors so when they go in hotels and they go in other lodging places they can like scout around for cameras like things like that kudos to y'all i just really don't know if i have the energy you know like the closest i've been to even being curious about what cameras are around and i still didn't give a fuck like that was um when i was in palm springs this guy the owner he was showing us you know the cameras and like where they are and we noticed a couple of the on the screen there were a couple blocks that were blacked out but indicators of cameras but i'm like why are they blacked out and he's and like where are they and he's like oh these are cameras that are blacked out because they're in, you know, the bathroom and they're here or something like that. But we don't look at those. And then I was just like, but you have them is what I'm thinking. And in you my could head. turn it on if you wanted to. <laughs> yes. So that actually was something that I mentioned, you know, in the comments. But even still, 
I don't know why it wasn't something that like creeped me out more. Probably should have been a little worried, but well, you always talk about wanting people to see your body. I mean, <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> everywhere right. we went, you're like, no, leave the windows open, let them see, let them see. <laughs> Not no, leave the windows open, like so funny. You, you don't mind putting on a right. Show Meanwhile, my friend who was there with me, she was like. I, oh, no. I feel like I'm being watched. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can feel that. You know, I'm like, See, well, that's crazy, you know? They could be watching me right now. I don't feel shit. Right. Look, look ignorance. Look, yeah, I'm dead. Honestly, ignorance <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. It really is. And sometimes and I like I to just hold to, on. I like to hold on to that peace, that paradise. I want to like, keep my innocence, you know? I just do keep too. my innocence. <laughs> do what I got to do. <laughs> right. Until it's like staring at me right here, like in my face, I, I'm i cool with, with where I'm at. Don't blame Mr. Charlie. Mr. Charlie is just a man <laughs> and he's doing the best he can. Uh, uh. So um, go ahead. Yes. Yeah, so I was going to, I actually have an icebreaker that relates to this. Okay. So, okay. In honor, I got this from TikTok in honor of spooky season and it being October. What is the scariest thing that's ever happened to you in your life? Scariest. And that, and like, I just want to contextualize this by saying, like, it could be something that you witnessed that scared you. It could be something that happened to you personally. It could be something that happened to somebody else that scared you really bad. It doesn't have to be like just about you. It could just be something that you in- experienced personally, but like, it wasn't like, you know, scary. You know, that had you really shook. What had you really shook? Like, I feel like something that had me a little shook. I want to say it's either the time when I was stuck in the air for a long time paragliding or Mm. in Haiti trying to get out. Mm, Bitch, that Haiti was on my list too, bro. That shit was definitely on my list. I know that you told the story about the paragliding before, but please just remind the people what happened. I was in Colombia and I decided, you know, paragliding would be a great experience. The experience is supposed to take 15 minutes total. Due to the winds, for whatever reason, the person I was paired with to, you know, the instructor for paragliding told me that we were unable to land in the 15 minutes because of the winds. So here I am up in the air and it was all well and good, all fun and games, you know, for the 15 minutes. But when I realized it was past that, I was like, okay, so when do we get, when do we get down? I'm up in the air, not even wearing the proper shoes. I'm wearing some athletic sandals. Yeah. You're supposed to have clothes. Do they have the strap? Do they have the strap on the back, though? They had the like strap sh- on the back. It wasn't a mule. Okay. It was like full on, you know, Sandal. strapped in. However, my Your feet were, were still exposed. out. And of course, you're thinking if something goes wild, like I'm going to be all banged up everywhere because yeah, right. 
don't you can't even go low and hit a little bit of shrubbery right exactly that'll be ridiculous as well so yeah it was just you know being up there for that long and not really knowing what what would happen what would ha- how that would end like you know i started getting queasy i threw up on myself like it was just <laughs> crazy <Not> funny. <laughs> it That's was not really funny. Crazy. that is really traumatizing. and what's that so is crazy so is you would think that this story is unique but someone else I saw went to Columbia this year and had the same experience as See, me. See, that's why. But but they're probably out it. there terrorizing tourists, <laughs> <laughs> making them feel like they're fucking with y'all. I feel they're fucking with y'all. But my whole thing is that, like, you know, when they say, like, "Oh, I went skydiving in Dubai," or "I went, you know, bungee jumping in Costa Rica," like. This is this is like no shade to the people or the culture. But I'm not doing dangerous stunts outside of America. <laughs> I'm just I'm not doing that because God forbid like something really go down. You think I want to be in y'all's hospital? I don't. Yeah. I'm going to keep it a book. I really don't want to have to I don't want to have to deal with any type of insurance. I guess I didn't y'all. really think about it from that perspective. I thought you were going to say something along the lines of are the you know is the security is there state like stability within these like that, things But that's my to, point. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like or you know, how do I know the zip is like the line is certified and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. has all the proper inspections Those are the and things approvals that I'd be thinking about more. But I will have to say there is something alluring about saying like I was, you know, skydiving in the Alps right. or some random right. shit like that. It does sound exotic. It sounds cute. And I guess I really do opt for the story most of the time. And we have them, but don't we have them? Okay, so that brings it to the next thing you said, the Haiti story. So the Haiti story was also on my list. My other option, honestly, and this is like really dark, but I was definitely held at gunpoint one time by a ex-lover. And mm, that was that was pretty scary. I mean, it was just the whole situation was very chaotic because one of my homegirls was there and this other nigga and we were inside of a car. So it's like, you know, we're on the side of the highway inside of a car. So it was just kind of like there was a it was the whole situation was very chaotic. But that was definitely really scary. And I think because my homegirl was in the backseat screaming and like crying hysterically that that really amped up the fear I had because like I didn't really think that this nigga was gonna shoot me but like I definitely thought back thinking back in retrospect like anything could have accidentally you know what I mean like if he if the trigger had have slipped or if you know anything could have been it could have been an accident ultimately and that would have been a, a very you know fatality for sure so that part scared me but the Haiti trip that is our collective scary story and we got caught up in some civil unrest that was truly none of our business but we were um you know we were just in a town that was outside wrong place wrong time and the people were really taking out their anger on any and everybody but the americans especially yeah Um, i mean come on as someone living outside of america (laughs) 
coming up on some Americans during a time like this when you out here vacationing, struggling, right, you right, right, in an air conditioned eight passenger van, spending hundreds of dollars on fuel with your luggage wrapped up strapped around to the top, the top <laughs> like just strapped in and thinking. I what just knew a happen? bag was going to fall off during that. Yeah, literally time. coming up with plans like, okay, so if our luggage falls gets stolen off, or falls off, falls off, right? right we'll, we are just going to keep moving. Yeah, we had we were ready. We were fully prepared to leave our shit behind. I was over here thinking like, where are my pads and tampons? Like, I literally had to find the necessities. But I think the scary thing is that you just didn't know. Like, they were you know throwing rocks and all types of things, and you just didn't know who would have what. Right, and you're just and I will say like the wet window of piece of glass protecting you from the aggression on the other side so right. that feeling of just closing in your body and like leaning down like you can't be seen when the whole hump of your back it's you're not really <laughs> hidden because we're in a you're car not invisible <laughs> you're not invisible you're very visible <laughs> You know, it's interesting for me hearing that that is one of your scariest moments, because when I replay that in my mind, you didn't seem that scared. You don't express fear in the same way I do. Like, I'm definitely more I'm a theatrical bitch. I'm definitely going to be like crying, you know, visibly shaking up on my face, like maybe even verbally, like screaming out or whatever. Shayna is like frozen in time. Like she's literally like so shook that she's just like frozen completely. And I just I'm, thought that she was the chilling. thing is I'm scared, but also I'm going to absorb the energy around me. So like with the crying coming from you and the <laughs> yelling coming from Chanel and everybody's right. just really, really going off except for Aisha and I. Dominique. And Dominique. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Aisha was in the front. Like, why is everybody? <laughs> Aisha was asleep, actually. Yeah, she was. She was, was literally. crazy to me. Yeah, she slept during the whole traumatic experience damo was in the front you know like it's like mixes of we, we all process it differently but i think that the the energy that was coming from like you know the rest of you in the car was enough to make anyone feel <laughs> frightened so at this point Word. i'm like i just gotta be you know cool we can't have all of us in here doing this because then we would just be a mess so yeah exactly yeah and motherfucking jamie i'll never forget jamie because i've never really seen her get emotional or whatever but she was like just silently crying but like continuously crying for like hours like she once she started i remember her crying like even after we were in like a place to be calm like she was still just so rattled by that that's my, my virgo sis we just have a lot of feelings get a out. lot of emotions yeah, i'm done and- <laughs> Yeah, what was y'all scariest moment? What type of shit y'all been through? Right. I would be curious to know. I'm going to have to ask this on Instagram because shit be happening to people. A lot of our lives are movies. Like, (laughs) everything is a fucking movie with us. 
It really is. Stories for days, truly. Yeah. All right. Well, that's my icebreaker. So we're in Libra season, guys. Like, here we are. Oh, the little Libras. Right. How's the season been for you so far? It's so Mm. crazy because every time October hits, I'm always surprised by how much more time the Libras have because I don't know, for some reason, my head like always thinks like, oh, Libra season is over. And I'm like, wait, no, it just started. Right. So I say that to say we're in this thing for a little while longer. We in this bitch finna get crunk. Eyebrows on fleek the fuck. Yeah, I um would say my Libra season has been like generally good, but also I'm kind of indifferent about it because my life is such that I just don't know what's going on. I just am kind of literally living day to day. I've never been more day to day than I am right now. Um, But I do have this like overwhelming feeling of optimism about the future um, that really has kept me from going dark with my like current uncertainty about the future. Like I definitely feel like it's a, it's a positive outcome. I just don't know what the outcome is. You know what I mean? Like, so that has been a kind of comforting experience right now during Libra season. Um, and I know that we were in the last episode talking. Well, the, there's a lost episode, y'all. The first episode of Libra season is missing, but, um, we talked about the fact that like we're seeking that balance. You know what I mean? Like we obviously know that Libra is one is a sign that like really talks a lot about balancing different elements in your life. And I feel like that's exactly how I'm feeling where it's like, I'm joyful. I'm also nervous or skeptical or whatever, like, but it's kind of just balanced just so that I'm able to remain pretty calm about the situation so i would say my libra season's going pretty good yeah yeah i would say libra season is going pretty well for me as well you know just good news dropping here and there so much to be thankful for like just so much to look forward to um yeah You know, sometimes you just, I don't know if you ever like have like thoughts of like when people say like, oh man, I'll just get like scared of like your capabilities, like what you can do if you really just set your mind to it. And yeah, I'm just thinking about how I can harness that more because I do want a lot more for myself. So just really figuring that out. But it's been a good season. It's been a good season so far. And I'm looking forward to how things shape up this is crazy like we're really at the end of the year you know so right here we are again and yeah time is just going it really is it seems like it was just december of 2021 (laughs) and here we are rolling up on another fucking december i heard some like little fucking corny ass tj maxx saying that was like the days are long, but the years are short. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. 
facts <laughs> is that not the realest thing ever you like the that. days are so you feel it in the moment like oh my gosh this day is dragging on forever but then it's all of a sudden it's a, a new year and you're just like damn what the fuck where did the time go yeah um yeah so anything else you want to impart on us for libra season before we move on kept it short and cute i just really wanted to check in with you see how the season was going for you as for the rest of you libras sorry you missed that lost episode there were some ah! technical <laughs> difficulties because yeah I really had some great gems for you Ooh, yeah definitely and we just had an overall nice episode and it was really upsetting that technology was not on our side for like an hour and 15 minutes so right whatever all right cool well happy birthday to y'all niggas happy birthday to y'all okay now it's time for nosy news <laughs> This is random, but I kind of want to get tatted. Hey, I've been thinking about tattoos a lot recently myself. I'm basically... I don't know what my like pain committed. level is anymore, though. You know? Oh, I, I have none. I mean, I, I have none. But I'm really at a place where I want to do a half sleeve mm -hmm. of the elbow to wrist. Mm-hmm. Just like... The sleeve, the sleeve right is here. sexy. I would even cave in. Like, it's a sexy thing for me. I think. Yeah, but I feel like the elbow to the wrist would be really cute. Mm -hmm. And I just have the one that I really have visualized. That shit is right here. And I know that that bone part yeah, is like really a horrible part. Not much meat there. That, yes, I know that that part is really the pain part. And that's the, the one tattoo that I've thought about. It's big. It fits right in this full spot right here. And it's going to hurt like a bitch. So mm. one I've still been thinking about is the inner arm. I do like that. Mm -hmm. The other area that I thought about was like behind the knee. That I think is also cute. Or like the, the lower calf on the back. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a cute spot too that I would definitely explore. Yeah. Yeah, that's cute. We gonna get tatted up. It's tatted up. <laughs> All right. Well, I wanted to shout out Janet Jackson. Mm -hmm. I wanted to shout out Janet Jackson. I saw that she recently celebrated the 25th anniversary of the Velvet Rope album. Personally, I think that is the Janet Jackson album that I connected with the most. Like, I think that that might have been my gateway to Janet Jackson because... She looked so cute. That was when she was wearing the like red curly hair, mm -hmm. like the short kind of natural curly hair that was red. I was obsessed with that look, like all of her outfits during that time. I loved. And of course that had this, that had one of my, this might honestly be my favorite Janet Jackson song. Got till it's gone. Mm-hmm. This album has got to has gone on there. And that is literally. Ooh, yeah. I love her and fucking Q-Tip. Yes. Oh, I, I don't know. I just wanted to say happy anniversary to her. Do you have a Janet Jackson song that you connect with? 
you know that's really a that's a banger for me as well that's a bop also on this album i get so lonely can't let just anybody help me yeah what was we doing in middle school talking about i get so lonely can't let just anybody help me. i know i was singing it in middle what? school i was definitely loud break it down break it down break it down i'm gonna break it down Whoa. <laughs> what like that was really no for really real a bop right shout out to janet and she looks Oh, she looks like the money is coming in. That's what she looks like. Really, like <laughs> she looks like she looks everything well. is all right. Yeah, exactly. I'm not even going to go too much into this, but I am going to go into this because obviously Kanye West is beefing with everybody right now. <laughs> the world, the world versus kanye is happening on instagram right now he's having one of his um, moments gemini he's having one of his moments and it's like i'm done with the mental health conversation truly i'm really finished with the mental health conversation because i never thought in my heart i never thought that it was mental health related i always thought that it was business related nothing in me ever thought that he was just like really going crazy like he just does things for attention and like talking about him and to get his way on things that are typically business adjacent I mean we can go all the way back to you don't have the answer sway that whole episode and scene was about him making business moves and trying to get into the fashion industry and feeling like they weren't taking him seriously like how how are we not p- following that pattern very closely? Every time he does this shit, it's around some business occasion. An album's about to drop. Somebody's copying his designs. He's trying to get out of his... D- 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 and and the people feed into it every time. It's like really stupid at this point. Yeah. I don't know. Did you see any of the shenanigans that were going on online after his... Really, it started with the White Lives Matter t-shirt. Saw that. And then I saw a little clip about Lizzo. Mm, Uh, Right, I saw that. Yeah. On Tucker Carlson, he was like, you know, the media wants to uh, tear down... I forget what he was saying about the media either loving big bodies or wanting to tear down big bodies. But somehow that is because they're trying to ruin the black community with obesity. Like his point that he was trying to make was that there are larger powers that are promoting being overweight and unhealthy as a way to kill the black community. Mm -hmm. But the way he said it, the way he said it was crazy like it was just literally the most nonsensical thing I definitely think that there are systemic things at play to keep black people unhealthy you know what I mean like I can 100% I mean think about it like how there's no like healthier affordable produce in you know predominant black neighborhoods I mean we talk about that all the time food deserts you go to the hood ain't nothing but a fucking fast food joint and you know something else or the grocery store that 
that's available over there. You never want to get your produce from there. You know, it's always some dingy shit in there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and it's and it's heavy on the processor, whatever. Like that is, those are systemic things that I truly believe that do help promote unhealthy living and like eating habits in like minority areas. Right. But for him to say that, like, for him to even bring Lizzo, why are we talking about Lizzo? You know what I mean? Like, why are we tearing down this woman? Like, why is she collateral damage for this, like, kind of valid point that you're trying to make? It's because you want to get on the Internet. (laughs) Like, you want people to be, like, talking about you on Tucker Carlson talking shit about Lizzo. When really, like, you're on Tucker Carlson actually saying some real shit, but it's you blew it. You, You know what I mean? Like, you blew it because you're not you're you have ulterior motives of doing all this so Mm -hmm. to me i I don't know i think that it is it's getting old in my opinion the same like cycle and maybe that is the mental health component of it that he keeps on doing the same thing again and again um and getting the same result but charlamagne said something that really resonated with me about Kanye and he was like I've said it before I'll say it again like he's obsessed with getting white validation and I couldn't agree more like I really do think that he is so obsessed with getting white validation that Mm -hmm. he does continue to go on this cycle because it gets the white people worked up so much every time like He's on the internet arguing with Gigi Hadid and fucking, you know what I mean? Like Haley Bieber and talking about Kylie Jenner's friends having crushes on. Like, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of that going on. I don't know. That's really strange to me because I I just didn't think of him like that when he first started. Like, I don't know what. Of course. What shifted. None of us did. Um, I mean, aside from the obvious, but like, what else? Like, was it always there? And we just didn't know because we don't know him for real, for real. But like, what? I mean, there could be a case to make even about his style. I'm just really here for the white validation conversation. Like, because that to me makes so much sense. Like, think about it. His, one of his early styles was the polos and stuff like that. Like the very Mm -hmm. clean cut, preppy, you know, super clean line, fade, like very much preppy, non-offensive black person and that was his authentic style for sure and i think we all love that we love that style and can identify with that but if you think about it through the lens of seeking white validation i mean we could even draw links to that i don't know you know what i mean like let's let me get in you let me come meet you where you're at you're at the country club i'm at the country club too nigga like i'm right here with you you know what i mean and it's just like that is a story that we could probably tell for way more artists than we would really recognize but it's definitely right something yeah yeah oh yeah um yeah right oh yay he'll still be doing his same thug thizzle and that's that on that also i just have written down divorce city that is so fucked up but you know, it was Divorce City last week. Yeah, that's crazy you say that. Someone else was like, is it Divorce Day? <laughs> is it Divorce Day? Because I will say if I was a celebrity, I would certainly want to announce my divorce on the same day as somebody else because bury my shit. <laughs> 
talk about that's a smart Luke move specifically it's a smart move i mean why not <laughs> the pr agent probably coming in like drop yours now girl because yeah because we can really yeah we can just ride this out ride it out <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'm sure you've heard by now, but Tia Mowry and her man, Corey. Then we have Miguel and his boo, whose name escapes me. I don't know if I ever knew that young lady's name. I did. It's, it's escaping me right now, but it starts with an N. Okay. Nadia, and, maybe? I don't know. Mm, Nadia. She does look like a Nadia, but oh, I don't know if that's it. Um, and then, yeah, Tom Brady and his wife. I mean, the Tom Brady story was just like, they're talking to lawyers. It didn't say that they actually filed yet, but Giselle is getting the fuck up out of there. Giselle is a supermodel of the world and can be doing so many other things with her time than fucking with that Republican ass man. Right. Even though she's probably a Repub- Republican too, but. Her name yeah, is Nazanin. Nazanin or something. Oh, uh, like okay, that. okay. But Cute. I thought they were working it out. So it's back to they, that. Yeah, that right. They style. were. Because I remember us all being like, oh, look at that. And I guess here they we go too again. have irreconcilable. Irreconcilable. <laughs> irreconcilable. irreconcilable uh, differences that just. That's crazy. Immediately with the Tia Maori one, people that I was chatting with in my DMs were like, She's tired of carrying him. And I said, oh, no. I mean, I definitely have had that thought for sure. But I also feel like we live in a modern society where that shouldn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I, I don't really know if that came into the decision making on why they broke up. But that's what a lot of niggas was saying. You know what I mean? Like. She what, was tired well, of what does he what does he do like right we don't know <laughs> we don't know i think he was trying to act at some point he did a couple of those like lifetime type movies you know oh but tia be doing them lifetime time you know she be she stay getting a little quick bag with those right so well, yeah i mean maybe acting isn't his, isn't his thing but yeah, I don't really know much about their relationship at all. So, me neither. I mean, they kept it pretty quiet, but they were. But the other thing I noticed was that the the breakups were also pr- relatively long term relationships. You know, like she been with him for gotta be kicking fifteen some years or more, mm-hmm. and then Tom and Giselle were together for you know a decade or more. And the same with Miguel and oh girl. I mean, I don't know if they if they hit a decade, but certently over five years. I mean, right? Yeah, Niggas is putting in real bids and then breaking up. Yeah, I guess it's just grow, <laughs> grown apart. Grown apart, All right? People be changing. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. don't that make it look bleak sometimes like (laughs) every situation is different but that sometimes you just hear about people that are just like yeah we just like broke up i'm just like damn yeah yeah some people some people (laughs) are you know loyal to the very very bitter end Mm. why the end gotta be bitter I don't want no bitter end. I want a yeah. sweet ending. I read, yeah, I read an article though that like just present days just make it easier for 
people to be more open to the idea that better exists, you know? So the mm-hmm. whole sticking it out yeah, and just through we're in it thin, now through thick through, and thin right, right. is no longer there's conditions to that now like i don't think yeah there's like a lot the, of people wanting the to, thin can only be mm-hmm. so thin okay right. yeah because some of these people <laughs> were born in a time where you know the sanctity of marriage may have been different and now we live in a time where it's just it's crazy we doing yeah. a lot of different things right now. Yeah, new so, definitions of family. New definitions of fa- new definitions of love, like of yeah unions. Like that's really boundaries. Crazy. Niggas want to have real boundaries in place. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot of different stuff happening. I think the idea of the like a lot of people are really trying to have the nice blended family you know what I mean I got kids and you got kids and now we all Mm. kids together and you cool with my baby mama I'm cool with your baby daddy you know what I mean like that is a new goal and I think that that makes it that much easier for people to be like we can break up and still like hang out (laughs) if that's something that we're striving towards if it's not no strife you know if it's not a dramatic reason why we're breaking up but we're just kind of growing apart like we can still have a nice life together yeah that's not in the same romantic way so you know I hope that for these families you know like there are kids involved not for Miguel but for all the other couples there are definitely um kids involved so hopefully it's just like copacetic for everybody Mm -hmm. this makes me wonder at first I was going to ask from a lens of like is marrying the love of your life quote unquote like good thing or bad thing because you know how the past like people were marrying for more practical reasons like oh this is a person who has a job or the family's just like you know mesh well it makes sense this is an arrangement like this is what we're gonna do versus people like having the choice like I want to marry for love or you know something like that like is there benefits or not in that right because the people who married for the money the job the or something like that like it seems like they've been together a lot longer (laughs) right than those who are you know like I imagine Tia and Corey got married because they were really in love with each other since the idea is that like she was carrying him or may yeah, have gotten tired of it. And the same with um Miguel and Nazini, like Yeah, that right. seems Nazini. I could be saying her name. Yeah, totally I'm pretty right. sure you're saying it wrong. Yeah, but not Nazini. It's not fine, but we just we mean well. We don't know though. Apologies in advance. Yeah. But um yeah. So that's interesting. I'm not here to say don't marry for love, but just an interesting observation is all I'm saying. You gotta marry for love. <laughs> I don't know what I'd be. I, I would definitely be. I know that I would be marrying for love, but other factors go into that too. I would. No, let me say this. I would be marrying because all the factors are there. If you I love you, but I know you ain't shit for love. Right, I would not just be marrying for love. I would be marrying for love plus. 
I wouldn't marry <laughs> if I didn't love you, but you had everything going for yourself. I wouldn't marry then either. I'm dead. Love plus. <laughs> the new streaming service, Love Plus. I like um, that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's all I have for nosy news. Okay. Two cents, a two cent, mm-hmm, two cents, a two cent. Let me hear you now. Okay. So the topic for today is regarding spending money on men. Speaking of carrying a nigga, now let me stop. Uh, right anyway. now. <laughs> <laughs> so at this new adult age, I'm just curious to check in and see what your stance is on spending money on a man. Mm. So interesting. I actually was kind of thinking about this recently. My stance stays the same. Yeah. No, let me stop. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm actually growing and glowing. So okay, well, thank you very much. Wow. Wow. Um, I was thinking about this recently because I was like, just thinking about how the next like serious relationship I get into, I just want it to be a really positive experience and like not a lot of games being played and this and that, like just being honest with each other from day one. And I was just sitting here thinking like, I would love to be in a space where I want to buy something for a nigga. Like where I want to treat you because I just really feel like we're in this honestly together. Like that is something that I'm really striving to striving toward, like where I want to, you know, yeah, I'll buy dinner. I don't, you know, I don't mind like doing X, Y, and Z. Like, I think that if I can, if I can just have that trust with a person, then I wouldn't mind doing those things. But to me, the money thing has been so tied up in the trust issues, you know, like if, if you're doing me wrong in some kind of way, at least I haven't taken a financial hit from that because I ain't paid for shit and I've gotten, maybe I've gotten gifts or I've gotten this so that like somehow can, I can qualify that if it goes bad, you know, Mm -hmm. but I don't want that no more. I want to be a healed person. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I feel you. I feel you there. So what if your um, person, you know, all is well, the trust is there. You feel good about this relationship. Let's say you gift him something nice like you decide to go with like yeah a designer item sure whatever in return he gifts you with something you know it's something but maybe it doesn't compare monetary wise right Right, right. Are you going to feel some type of way in that? Now, mind you, you are completely happy in this relationship. Otherwise. Otherwise, until like very, this, until this very moment. Clearly, you're telling me how you feel. But anyway, like, you're like until <laughs> this very moment. Now, you know, you're getting a, you're getting a gift that's 
of lesser value in a sense of like just only the cost like how much it costs yeah 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 does I that mean, change like you know if it's something that i that's of lesser cost and i didn't even want it like i'm definitely gonna feel some type of way what if it's a gift that's really you know meaningful to you it's just a lesser cost like if it's meaningful to me then i'm gonna let it rock because i love this man and i'm i'm in it to win it but right. if it was something that was of lesser value and i didn't want it or like it it's, and it's over it, with. And if we're, it we're having it we're talking about this if it's consistently of lesser value like these gifts they're just always of lesser value but they're you love them like they're me no i mean it wouldn't that wouldn't be the case <laughs> Okay, that wouldn't okay. be the case but that's what you're trying to you're asking like if what if i'm the breadwinner you know what i mean like if now let's let's talk about that if i'm just the breadwinner in the relationship then maybe i don't care at that point you know it's it's clear that i can support everything around here right so i'm not even looking for that from you you know like i'm rihanna and you're ASAP Rocky. You know what I mean? It's like, you're going to get me nice things that I want or whatever. But like, you're never going to be a billionaire. I'm a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm weak. Yeah. Well, if it's, if it's, if it, I mean, obviously not, we're not talking about being, being a billionaire, but I'm just saying if it's like. You know, if that's at the point that I'm at, then that's a different conversation to me. And 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 I don't know what I would do in that case because I've never been ultra rich. I don't know what that is like. But I feel like if we're just talking about me today and I'm dealing with someone who's on the same plane as me, you know, equal value in salary or whatever. No, I think that if you got me some shit that was cheap and I didn't fucking want it, I'm going to be seeing what's up with you. Like, that's the answer to the question, period. <laughs> Mind you, each time I said, you know, she receives the gift, hypothetically, it's a lovely gift. It's just <laughs> less. And you just go back to, if I didn't ask for it. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a meaningful gift and it's lesser value, I would love it. Okay. Okay. I would love it. It's something that tugs at my heartstrings or something that I really just like I really know the thought that you took maybe you made it or something like that whatever like I would love it. Right. Yeah, I feel, you know, I definitely I I don't mind treating a guy if I feel like it's being reciprocated. I think that, you know, I definitely come from a family where reciprocation is key so I look at that a lot as far as gifts I do you know I don't mind the gift the gift thing but I don't think that I grew up in a household where we did gifts a lot so I'm also not really someone who thinks about what do you mean that does that does gifts a lot like like I received gifts but like since I've been an adult, like, or, you just get money. Yeah, like, no gifts. So I often don't even, like, think about. But, yeah, like, 
and the monetary thing, you don't really see that as a gift much. So I don't really think about gifts that at all. Like it has mm-hmm. to really be an intentional thing. So if I do get a gift for someone, it's like, wow, like, you know, you really thought about that. Like I got to work. I got to work hard for that because it's not in my nature. Yeah. Right. Mm, so. so same situation then. If you get this nigga a really nice gift, which you have you have done, actually. I've um, gotten nice gifts for, for sure. And then you get something back that is of lesser value. And I've gotten things back of lesser value. Like it's not walk us through that. It's not. It just tell us how tell us how you felt then and how you feel now. Yeah. Like I feel like when I was younger, I definitely bought a Gucci belt for a nigga. Look before myself, like I got a Gucci (laughs) belt in my adult adult years. But I got that for someone else at the time. I really cared about him. And when I think about it, like I can't even remember what I got like. I can't even remember what I got as the gift. Like it wasn't even memorable. You know what I mean? So even if you really think real hard, you can't remember real hard. I got to go through hypnosis for that shit. Like I (laughs) don't recall. I wish I could remember. I don't remember either. I mean, I was, I was also there like really disgusted, sick to my stomach, throwing up, shaking, like, (laughs) just so like what is this what is she saying right now like i don't understand but i don't remember what she got in return either yeah okay so what is your take on it now my take on it now is if you're gonna do something for someone don't expect that reciprocation like you gotta really be doing it from your heart and make sure it's something that you can afford if you care about them you want to treat them to something that's cool but just know that you can't expect anything back and as a result I'm not doing that shit (laughs) so unless I feel like it's like a, a balance thing then I really don't mind. Yeah, pretty much on the same page. But I think you're just a little, just once again, a little bit more evolved in the sense that you're saying you're going into it with nothing, expecting nothing in return. Or like having no expectations. Yeah, if I decide I'm going to treat you or gift you to something, I'll be like, okay, that's, that's on that you know and that'll be it but i also i don't know if i could be that in that place with a romantic partner i definitely feel that way with my friendships you know yeah i get what i like for you or whatever and i don't expect you to do the same right but i or i mean i don't expect you to spend the same dollar amount you know what i mean like it's not about that but like a romantic partner i don't fucking know i don't know i don't know I don't know. I'm not there. I'm not there. But then again, I'm single as fuck, and and it depends. Like if not you, in love, uh, if so. you're dealing with someone who's thoughtful AF, like in oh yeah, every like, aspect yeah, of the way, like, like it's remembering, just hanging on every word you thoughtful. say. Like that one time right. you said that you liked like a, right. a or even cafe just latte. the way y'all like you know work together when y'all when you are in the same like under the same roof, like anything like that. Right. Like you just. You know, you pay attention to those things and you want to be like, oh, how can I like repay reward. or like, reward something like a, a, a treat yeah. like this? Like I because I appreciate it, you know? Yeah, right. Um, But that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to just be so excited to just yeah. like do something or like, you know, whatever that. Right. I don't care what it is. Like, yeah, you, you would know? be giving from your heart. It's like, yeah. 
you won't really realize you've been robbed until the very end. You know, you be like, wow, I just <laughs> love him so much. <laughs> it no! was so great. Like, yo, <laughs> I'm fucking. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. You won't know you've been robbed until the very end. <laughs> right, right. I am weak. <laughs> Oh Yo, God, so that is hilarious, bro. So you won't know. With that said, mm. last question here: What was the most? <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She's really thinking about the robbery of, of it all. Like, <laughs> oh God, that is so ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, let me pull it together. <laughs> so, what is okay. the most you've done for a man, gift-wise? Mm, I don't do too much. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I mean, I'm really trying to roll back the tapes on that one. Um, <laughs> probably my, probably my um, you know, college boyfriend who we were all in like we were he was getting me a lot of stuff I was getting him stuff but I can't really unfortunately I can't name any gift that I got for him right but I'm sure I had to have gotten him some things but I will say during my like hot girl summer <laughs> back in I guess I was like 2012 summer 2012 um I was spending a lot of daily cash on a nigga because he was broke mm -hmm. so I feel like that was the most I really ever spent because I was just buying like meals <laughs> like Yo, most you know what I mean? like most days cash. like <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that totaled up would be a bit more than any gift right. that I could have gotten for any of them niggas. So yeah, yeah oh, that, that's, that would be my answer. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Like you would think I would stop at the Gucci belt, but no, um, <laughs> I have, uh, one of the gifts for someone that I've been dating was like, a little trip like locally though you know mm -hmm. like i paid for the lodging with some points but okay still my that points, was really more for you but they just kind of benefited but like definitely feel you on that it's money yeah, was spent yeah. regardless right. money you was spent you repurpose it and you'd be like it's for you you know yeah like, right 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 but that you. sounds nice that yeah. is i could definitely see myself doing something like that knowing what i know about them points and the things that you can receive without them um <laughs> right. i would definitely do that um yeah you know we'll see what the future holds for me like if i really enter my big money era like i am sensing things could be different things could definitely right. be different we'll see okay right, cool so all right well that's another episode of the podcast we are happy that you stayed if you made it to this part you can always send us an email sign me up podcast at gmail.com hit us up on social media at sign me up podcast 
I'm at Sydney Poppins 2. I'm Cheeky Bobby. And that's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast. Signing out. <laughs>